0: Welcome to Grieving Insomniacs. I am your host, Christy Haberman. I am glad you're here. Thanks for being a part of our community. A few disclaimers before we get started. I am a licensed therapist. However, this podcast is not to be considered mental health therapy or counseling. It is for entertainment purposes only and is not associated with my counseling practice, Christy Haberman Counseling Services. Thanks for showing up. Welcome to Grieving Insomniacs, episode 14. I'm your host, Christy Haberman, and I am here to talk to you about grief and dreaming. So two podcasts ago, I talked about nightmares, and I don't know about anyone else, but since Christopher died, nightmares have been a major part of Um, my trauma response, I would say, to the fact that he died. On the flip side of that, dreams, the positive dreams, have been healing. So it's like you can't have one without the other, but I really wish I didn't have nightmares as much as I did. And so we're also going to talk about, with the dreams, about afterlife connections to our loved ones so if that is a topic that you're not really interested in this is probably not going to be the episode for you but almost immediately after Christopher died I started doing research on life after death and I've always been a paranormal buff ever since man young I can remember being seven eight and nine and believing in ghosts and I was a vivid reader at that age, so I was reading ghost stories and stories about witches and wishing I could be one, like bewitched on television, kind of dating myself. but So I've always been kind of a paranormal buff, but I never really looked into life after death until after Christopher died. And at first, I really didn't have any dreams about Christopher. In fact I didn't really sleep at all. I went to a psychiatrist and I'm very upfront about the fact that I take medications for sleep. I was prescribed sleep medications but I still couldn't sleep. I'd still be up at two or three in the morning and I think that had a major impact on whether or not I was having dreams. But the first dream that I remember having about Christopher was Veterans Day. So my husband is a retired military man. And on Veterans Day, when we lived in California, that was a big holiday for us. And we went to Knott's Berry Farm. So I don't think it's a coincidence that I had this dream um, on Veterans Day because that was a um, vacation time for us when we lived back then. So in my dream, I live I live in South Dakota. And the town that I had the dream about was Spearfish. And so there's, and it's so weird too, because in my dream, the area is well developed now, but in my dream it was not. And we have, I live in the Black Hills, so we have hills So there's this road that goes down into Spearfish. And then there's a campground called Chris's Campground. And I just don't think any of this is a coincidence. So in my dream, I'm driving on the road. We turn towards Chris's Campground. And I have never really been back there, even though I live here, past that campground. But in my dream... I drive past the campground and then all of a sudden my husband disappears and it's just me and i'm walking along this path that it's now all gold and there's leaves i love the sound of the leaves when they fall in the fall and you get you know you hear the crunch 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 like i've deliberately drag my feet so i can hear that crunch crunch sound so in my dream it's all gold there's gold leaves and i'm going along and it's like crunch 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 and i come to a stone fence and the fence is kind of broken and i can see a building and it's like a three or four story building on the top of the hill and i'm like thinking oh i'm gonna you know i'm gonna go there and i'm gonna go see what that hill is and it's still all all gold everywhere and i see these three men walking towards me. There's one that's clearly in charge. He's got kind of a narrower face, dark hair. You know, I can see his um, his pointed nose. And he kind of stops me and says, oh, you can't go past here. You can't go past here. And there's another man there. And then there's Christopher. And Christopher doesn't say anything to me, but I just look at him. And he looked like he did when he was 6 or 17 years old. So he used to wear those pharma caps. That was back in in style back then. Um, He had a camouflage jacket on because he used to go coon hunting with his friends. And he had longer hair. And he was very sad. Looking at me very sad. And we just stood there for a while, but we couldn't. And I was very aware that I couldn't get any closer to him and he couldn't get any closer to me. But I knew this was no ordinary dream. And so after I, you know, then the dream just ends. And the next morning I wake up. And I know I've seen Christopher. There's just this knowing. So if you ever have those dreams where you wake up in the morning and you say, is that real? You have to believe that it is real. It will bring you so much comfort because you can tell tell the difference between when you're just dreaming about them or when it feels real. And if it, it feels real, it was 100% a visitation. So I would continue to have dreams about Christopher. So it's kind of interesting. In July, so Christopher died in June. In July, we had a garage sale. And you know how garage sale, well, maybe you don't. So people come and they go and come and they go and it gets kind of boring. So I was listening to blog talk radio and I was listening to a medium. And so I put in the um, chat box, I asked a question about Christopher. And she said, um, Christopher had a message for Scott, who is his dad. And then um, they said that Christopher had been, he had a very hard time with the fact that he died. Um, That was really hard to hear, but that he was in a hospital on the other side. Um, adjusting to the fact that he died So, so when I had that dream in November I immediately thought you know that house on the hill absolutely could have been a hospital absolutely could have been and so it's interesting that those two things connected together And so this was just at the beginning of me trying to understand if there was life after death and i'm going to do a whole podcast about that but today i just wanted to talk about the dreams so the other thing that would happen for me is um when i would hug christopher he was so tall he was 6'3 and my head would fit right on his shoulder And I would have dreams where he was hugging me and I would know that they were real because I could feel my head in that little, um, I guess it would be the clavicle, would be sitting there. And then I'd wake up and I'd be sad because I didn't like see him, but I most, I most definitely felt him. And so one of the things that Christopher also used to do for me is when he was in um, junior high, um, beginnings of high school, not high school so much after we moved, but definitely when we lived in California, he would bring his friends over and he'd be like, Mom, you got to talk to them. They're having a really hard time. And so I kind of inherited these um, friends of Christopher's and they actually still are connected to me to this day. Um, one thing that I'm very, very grateful about, but in the dream, he brings this, um, young was teenager to me. And he says, mom, you need to help him. And I knew who the person was. But I didn't understand why it was with Christopher, but I was like, oh, okay. So we were standing on a hill and we were looking down and you could see um, people walking into this tunnel. And I look over at this young boy and I tell him, you know, it's your turn. He says, I'm not going. I'm like, you're not going. (laughs) He goes, no, I'm not going. So we sat on a, a glider and I swear it was like in the Milky Way because there were stars in the sky and um, and I love to rock it's one of those things that comforts me like in a rocking chair or a glider and so there was Christopher there was me and then there was this young this young man and then my dream ends So it was probably about a month later, six weeks later, that I find out that the young man in my dream had committed suicide. I was like, oh. So Christopher was still bringing me people that um, he thought that needed my help. And that started to happen in my counseling practice, too. I started um, having people come to see me that I just knew Christopher had brought to me. It was just the sense of knowing and so through through my dreams i feel like i've i've still maintained that connection with him but the dreams became fewer and fewer and now i don't really have visit, visitation dreams anymore and i'm not sure i'm not sure why but i'll tell you what does happen Is there will be moments where um, he pops up and I can see him in my head. And he usually startles me and then he laughs and laughs and laughs and laughs. Um, Those happen a couple of times a year. Where I still have this kind of contact with him. But usually it's in that um, when you meditate, you kind of go into that disassociative state, it's usually during that, that I'm able to connect with him, which has been really kind of helpful. And so those dreams are a way that you stay connected with your loved ones. They were hard though. Because sometimes when I go to bed at night, I just beg for Christopher to come visit me. And now he's a stubborn young man. And if you've researched life after death and some of those things, you'll find that after we die, our personality stays with us. And Christopher was hard-headed. He was a very independent young man. And he would only do what he wanted to do when he wanted to do it. It's actually a personality trait that all three of us share my youngest son my oldest son and myself we are all very independent people we are definitely not followers and so i can beg till the cows come home and he's not going to come until he is good and ready to come so interestingly enough though speaking of these dreams um my sister was very similar to me in our interest in the paranormal and i don't know know if that comes from the fact that we uh, grew up outside of religion and we just needed something to believe in i'm just not real sure But so she had a dream about christopher and she said in the dream that christopher told her that god doesn't like them to come to this side very often because it only confuses us, which I think is really interesting. So when I get frustrated about the fact that I haven't been dreaming about Christopher, I have to remember that. Is that, you know, it, and I guess it would be confusing because if I could, if I knew that I could see Christopher every time I went to sleep, I'd spend all my time sleeping and probably would not, would not be living. I'd be sleeping my life away. And that's a hard, I mean, hard thing to do. So positive dreams, very helpful way to cope. So thank you for turning in. This is going to be a short episode about the positive dreams. Thanks for listening to episode 14. As you may know or not know, if you follow me on Instagram, May 27th, last week was Christopher's birthday. And every year I expect it to be a little bit different. I think this is going to be the year. That I'm not so sad. This is going to be the year that I do better. And this year, is, it was not. It was the same. I was optimistic. <laughs> and I shouldn't have been. And so Christopher's death anniversary is June 19th. And I've been struggling a little bit. Well, okay, a lot of it. With the different things leading up to his death anniversary. For those of you out there that are grieving moms, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I apologize for the short episode today and all of the ums and so's, but I do real. I can't come on my podcast and sound like everything is perfect and everything is great and wonderful and say I lost my child because I think I don't have any credibility then and I want to be real about it. And the real is, is that these three weeks are hard for me. as I'm sure that the anniversary dates and birthdays are hard for all grieving mothers. So I want you to know I'm thinking of you. Thank you for tuning in to episode 14. I can't believe we got here. Leave me a message. Let me know how you're doing. If you would like and share the grieving insomniacs, Rate us on Google. I believe I'm up on Amazon now. Apple Podcast. I'm grieving Insomniacs on Instagram. I'm trying to get a YouTube channel together. Still working on that. If You'd share and subscribe. Let me know if there's some topics you'd like to talk about. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you for listening. I'm here for you and have a great week.